Hey everyone, welcome to week 14's Thursday night football game. Um, I know I'm returning. I was flying last Thursday, so our man Jesse here held down the fort last week. And it was one of the better, probably the best Thursday night football game we've had this year between the Cowboys and the Seahawks last week. Um, and uh, as, as, a, as a gift for them selling us the best you know game so far on Thursday night, this week we're, we're getting... The Patriots and the Steelers. <laughs> Someone on on X did ask a question. You know, has there ever been a zero zero tie <laughs> um, in the NFL yet? Th- this might be the week that we have that. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely expect a, a slow scoring game. We got two, well at least you know decent defenses um, with struggling quarterbacks. I believe both of them are playing backup quarterbacks today. So, um, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. My camera keeps glitching out, but uh, is my yeah. audio okay? Because, okay. All right, yeah, your audio is fine. Uh, you are glitching on the camera. So, we keep seeing Jesse freeze up here. It may, it may be signs for the, the game today. Um, <laughs> it's also, you know, been snowing here on the East Coast. So, <laughs> nice. Um, but, um, Where's the game at? I didn't even look that up. Is it at, at New England or Pittsburgh? It's in it's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Nice, nice, terrible tower. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you we we're gonna get entitled to a two backup QBs going against uh pretty good defenses here. Um. So I think you know expect a slow low scoring game and whatnot. Um. I don't know what's your what's your initial thoughts on this Patriots Steelers matchup. So I would not if I was not so invested in fantasy, I would not want to watch this game. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I'd just be like, you know what, take kid for a walk, go do something, enjoy yourself. Because the over under at thirty might be the lowest I've ever seen in the game, like of all time. I can't remember seeing a lower over under, and it's just it's going to be a rough watch. I'm not gonna lie. Like there's a couple guys I'm starting, but oof, it is rough, rough, rough. That's the the best way I can describe it. We have backup quarterbacks playing, just disjunctured offenses, good defenses. I think the Patriots are 0 4, and they've given up 40 points in the last four games or something. Like it's pretty wild what's going on in New England. It's just it's a dumpster fire, simply. So yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued, kind of like when you're watching a car car wreck where you can't really look away. That's where I'm at with the situation. Like, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? That whole effect of the entire game. That's kind of how I expect this game to go. <laughs> you know, when you when you brought up the over oh, under of 30, I just realized that we should have gone um, uh, uh, high on the on the field goal, the kickers. 15-15 high. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to pick it. I, I so wanted to pick it, but I was like – for some reason, it wasn't showing it on sleeper picks. I was like, "Oh man, come on!" Otherwise, yes, I would definitely done Boswell like over. That would have been great. I if it's going to be a slow, low-scoring game, I just want to see five field goals by each team and then tie at fifteen, fifteen. That'll be perfect. <laughs> That'll be like the perfect game today. <laughs> be um, so um, but yeah, um, I know this is the last week before everyone goes into playoffs. So let's see. Um, how this season goes, but um, speaking of playoffs, um, Steelers still have an outside chance. Mike Tomlin's done a pretty good job with how that team has um, found ways to win, and and I think, um, you know, when we when we do the score predictions, I think this being in Steelers' home, I'm I'm higher on the Steelers than the Patriots this week in this matchup. 
So the Patriots offense is a disaster right now. Like it is just historically bad. It's it's just all sorts of just disgruntled. I don't. Yeah, like I know they're bringing Zappy, but I'd almost rather just see Malik Cunningham out there to see what he has because we've seen Zappy with his offense and it's just not ideal. I guess is the nice way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> and now we have Zeke who's taken over, who is somehow seeing Bill Cal usage with it hurt or Monday, so it's like we're going back in time with Zeke. It's just yeah. it and he's so like inefficient. It's so bad. Interest like he had like 90% of the snaps once he left and over like 70% of the touches, like legit, like RB1 bell cow usage. So go figure. Like, uh, Belichick loves Zeke, I guess. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes for him. Oh, but you want to, you want me to bring the first pick for you? Yep, I think it is Uh, Zeke, right? Yes, it is. There it is. Uh, I actually wanted to go under on every single player prop this week (laughs) just because of the low scoring game. But um, speaking of Zeke, yeah, he's getting the bell cow usage um, here, um, but he's been very inefficient. He's averaging less than four yards of carry uh, over the past five weeks, even though his touches has gone up. Um, and I expect the Steelers to dare the Patriots to throw the ball and face that, you know, D-line. Um, so I think he's going to be running into loaded boxes. Obviously, you know, with the kind of volume that Zeke gets, he's gonna, uh, he has a potential of going over here, but, you know, coupled his sub four yards per attempt and the Steelers actually have started improving the last three weeks. They've given up only 3.7 yards of rest attempt. So kind of, kind of, you know, the perfect stew for them to limit the run game by the Patriots um, and force them to play um, through Zappi which is not ideal. So um, I think, you know, with the loaded boxes, inefficient rusting yards per attempt, um, even with the volume that Zeke's going to get, I don't think he's going to be able to to have success on the ground here. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. Um, he's going to get volume. So in, in fact, actually, if you're starting him in your lineups, like I have the most confidence over him over the other two running backs in the game. So like from a fantasy lineup perspective, I think he'll be fine. He'll produce. Because he's going to get the receiving work and the checkdowns. Like, I think that's how he's going to make his pay in this week. He had five for 40 last week. So, like, that's just nine in receiving alone by itself. So, realistically, I don't think he needs to be an efficient rusher. But, yeah, it's very much stacked against him rushing. He doesn't have any burst anymore. He's kind of just more of, like, that plotter mm-hmm. who can give you, you know, a handful of yards he's carry. Basically, no matter the down and distance you need, you're going to get three yards no matter what. Like, you're not going to get a 15-yard rush. You're going to get three <laughs> yards here. If it's first and 10, you get three yards. If it's third and three, you might get three yards. Like, that's kind of where he's at in his career. But, you know, it's he's the best player they got in that, that offense right now. So, which more speaks to the issue they have, like the lack of talent on that entire offense where the tight ends who we were excited for with Bill O'Brien, they haven't worked out. The wide receivers have just been just a, just a zoo. Where we have Pop Douglas, but he's out too. And Ramondre is out. So then it's Zeke, Devontae Parker, like Juju Smith-Schuster. It's all guys from 28. Like if this is 2018 season, you're probably loving life with this squad, right? But now it's 2023. We're not. Not feeling so good about it. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you on the under for rushing yards. Uh, I don't. I think they're going to probably move away from the run as the game goes on and try to get more passing work in. And that's kind of think where Zeke gets his fancy points. But, yeah, definitely not looking forward to seeing how this goes for him. So I am on board with that 100%. I was looking at – so I'm trying to find some overs in this game to make it a little more interesting instead of going all negative, right? Because that's like, oh, we love, we love the overs over here. So I was like, all right, yeah, we're definitely doing the Zeke under. 
There's a couple other ones. Um, the kickers are an interesting one too, but we couldn't pick those. So I'm gonna jump to our next one here. Talk about Deontay. Now, and this may seem like 42 may seem like a lot, but Mitchell Trubisky hyper targets Deontay Johnson and has his entire career. So when Deontay's on the field with Mitchell Trubisky, he's literally the alpha target earner. Like he just looks his way, just chucks him. It's like over 30% target share with Trubisky, a quarterback who's a starting quarterback. So it's a little boost for him. It might not be the most efficient game as we've seen Deontay has been kind of up or down, but against this defense and how they're going to just really just limit the running backs in this game, like they're not going to get anything going on the ground. They're going to force Mitchell Trubisky to beat them. I think that's how he kind of gets there. Um, I'll show. There's one set I was looking at. I actually dropped it. But he, it's going up against man coverage. That's where Deontay wins. Like, he has really good separation stats, and Patriots are going to run a lot of man coverage against him. So, I think, realistically, Deontay can beat it. Like, I projected him for, like, 60 receiving yards on this game. So, I'm comfortable with him going over this 42 and a half. So, that's kind of kind of where I stand on it. It might seem like an ugly bet to take it, but I'm going to ride with the talent of Deontay and his target and abilities. And take the over on this one. This might be one of the few overs we take today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the volume is going to be there. He's going to get uh, targeted. Um, New England does give up ten yards of completion, so he just technically needs about four, five uh, completions to 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 make this happen. Um, unlike the Patriots, the Steelers at least have some really good skill players, so it's not like Bill Belichick can just remove one of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he's going to try to force Trubisky to to throw the ball um, and limit the run game and, and get Trubisky to make errors. And I think that's how he keeps the Patriots in the game. So I think just based on that, um, you could just see in the second half where both teams are just passing because the defenses aren't allowing them to run. So based on, you know, a higher number of pass attempts plus the – uh, high targets are for Deontay. He could he could easily go over. Yeah, I think actually both quarterbacks might hit their over in pass attempts because of what you're talking about, where they just can't do anything on the ground. They can't get it going, even though both offenses want to involve the running game. Like we we know the offenses they like to run and how they like to involve the running backs in this game. I just don't think it's really gonna work for either team. To tell you the truth, like the O lines have been another negative part for both of these teams. The Patriots had a good little line for the longest stretch. They have it in the last couple of years, and the Steelers are still. Their lines are work in progress, so it's just making it harder for their running backs on top of it. So, like, all that kind of works together, and I think it might be an ugly game, but we'll see more pass attempts probably than the over would suggest because I think it's 27 for the Patriots, and I think the um, – I'm not sure what the Steelers is. I think it's, like, 28 if I look at it. Yeah, so it's 28 for the Steelers. So, basically, they're projected not to pass very much. So, I would – I'd honestly – you could take the over for both those pass attempts. The interesting part is the completions. Like, if you want to go with that one, it's like, eh, it's a little riskier, but yeah, so that's kind of how I see it winning. Nice. Um, actually, I'm going to pull up yours. Where is it? It's the Trubisky one. Why don't we talk about the Trubisky one real quick? The Trubisky one. This is more of a gut feel um, pick than anything else. Um, you know, New England pa- uh, Patriots defense hasn't been that great um, lately, but you're having Trubisky go against Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick defenses are, um, are going to give him fits um, here and there. Uh, and then Trubisky, like you said, right, he locks into his first read multiple times. Um, so I think Belichick gets the better hand. And this is a pure gut feel saying he's going to get an interception. Um, hey, at least it's an over. <laughs> um, right. But uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I actually think, you know, Belichick 
uh, schemes. Uh, the first half where Trubisky has some some trouble, um, you know, against that defense. Um, but I don't so. And again, you're gonna like we said, he's gonna be passing a lot, and he he he's gonna be prone to make a mistake. So yeah, I'm with you. He's he has a high turnover ratio in his career. Like he's just he's a turnover prime quarterback, and like this is kind of why he ended up getting replaced in Chicago, right? Could never figure it out, and it was a disaster there. And it's it's still translated even to Pittsburgh and places he's been. Like that's kind of his trait throughout the NFL. So if they're gonna pass like more than the projected total, which we, I think they kind of will do, like I like this prop bet. It is risky taking interceptions, but like it's kind of like touchdowns. Sometimes you have a gut feel and you go with it. I think this is a good one where more than likely interceptions are coming in this game from both defenses. I can see both quarterbacks are going to get ball over this game where they're passing it, trying to get something going, you know, make a risky pass, which Trubisky is known to do. And then that's how they just get picked. So it'll be interesting to see, but I like actually going on the, the overall interception for this because like this is definitely a defensive game. We want to take the defensive props where it's like, you know, you get some sacks in there, interceptions, tackle for loss, all that stuff. Yeah, like this is this is the game for defensive people that love defense. Like this is the game that they want to watch. Unlike fantasy, it's all offense, right? But for us, yeah, I'm on board with you. I think this is a very good bet to take. Uh, I'm gonna hit our really quick the free money prop from Sleeper. It's we talked about Najee going under, but he's gonna get more than a yard in this game. So the point five first yards, it's pretty simple. Just uh, hammer that one, folks. It's easy money. He's all he needs is one touch. He'll get there. So. That's the discounted prop bet from Sleeper. So if you want to take that, absolutely go for it and run with it because, hey, that's free money. And we like free money here. So if you're going to use it, don't forget to use FL, FFLW promo code. That'll help you match your money up to $100. So take advantage of it while you can, Sleeper. Nice. Um, the the next bet I want is another over, which might seem like I'm going bananas here with the overs this week. <laughs> but it is a – what we talked about Juju in the past. This is the bet I'm taking with Juju. It's over 18 and a half receiving yards. He's the slot guy on that offense, and I think it's actually going to work for him. Um, I was looking at stats, and it's basically like the Steelers are pretty terrible against slot wide receivers. Um, they're, so it means like he's going to have his best matchup he's had all year. They give up the fourth worst amount of points to slot wide receivers, um, and they really are really good on the outside wide receivers. So the fact Juju's on the inside, he gets a better matchup. And realistically, we're talking about 18 and a half yards. No pop Douglas in this game, which means it's basically Juju and Devontae Parker as like the – two guys that are going to be on the field running the most routes. And realistically, I think Bailey Zappi is going to take the easy throws, which Juju is going to present in the slot. So I, it's not a super strong play, but just playing the numbers with this, I think Juju can hit the over 18 and a half. I don't think it's one of those where you have to get too wild with the prop bet. And I was just like, you know what? This one looks good enough for me. So I'm kind of just rolling the numbers and going with Juju 18 and a half. I know if you look at these numbers out here, it has not been pretty, has not been good, but he's been dealing with injuries. He is playing in this game. So once I saw he was playing and going to play, I was like, you know what? Let's go with 18 and a half and write it out. I mean, I mean, you got a revenge game kind of story behind here as well. Juju returning to the Steelers. I think he's going to be hyped to um, to make a case against his old team, even though the Patriots suck. <laughs> um, so, I you're right. I mean, two, three targets and catches, and he's over this pretty low 18 and a half. And I mean, who are the Patriots going to throw to? I mean, it's going to be him, Zeke. Like you said, Parker's probably going to be covered a lot. Um, yeah. Are are both tight ends playing for the Patriots? Or is – They should be. I haven't seen yeah. uh, who's in and out. I don't know if they listed them yet, but I can look. Let me double check. Right. But, yeah, like it's it's been a disaster for Hunter Henry and Mike Kosecki. Like I know we, we kind of talked about them in the preseason as like potential guys to go with, but, man, the offense has just struggled to support anyone. 
And Ramondre was finally coming on towards the end of the year. Like he was kind of looking like Ramondre that we saw. But man, outside of that, it's just been just not good. Like it's just no, no. there's not a lot of good things going on there. So I was like, this offense is rough. But you know, we got to pick some guys in this game to take. So I was like, you know what? Let's ride with it and just go with the numbers. I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I'll I mean, 18 and a half is a very low number, but obviously he hasn't hit that for the past three weeks, which is sad. Um, but he only needs a couple targets to get there, and uh, um, this game, it being a revenge game, I think he's going to ask for the ball in the sideline more and more as the game goes on. So he's going to be in uh zappy's ear all game long. <laughs> so he could definitely hit. Yes. Um, what's, what's weird is he was like, he was pretty, he dealt with injuries last year with Mahomes um, and KC, but he was pretty good. Like on a per, per game basis and like his routes yeah. and stuff, like he was fine. Like they just he's asked him pretty to consistent. play a role. Yeah. yeah. Like I, he is who he is at this point in his career, which means he's a solid, like big slot. He can block, he can do some things on the inside. You just, you just really don't want to put him on the outside. Like he just doesn't win on man coverage in that situation. But in the zone, like he can win against zone. So I think he'll be okay in this matchup. It's just it's just health with Juju. Like if he's healthy, he'll be fine. So I think the Patriots kind of got screwed by his injury this season, where it's really limited him, and he's just looked completely cooked. But mm-hmm. I still think he's an NFL quality wide receiver, even though it doesn't seem like it at this point in time for him. Because he's still what is he like twenty six? Like he's not even old at all. Yeah, yeah, he's twenty seven. Like he's not old. It's just. Injuries seem like they've taken a toll on them, so unfortunately, it is what it is with them. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I, who do you think, like, outside of these players that we're talking about, is there anybody else offensively you think we should focus on in this game? Like, I know there's a couple running backs we could talk about, but outside of that, like, is there anybody that really draws your attention? I think Jalen Warren. Um, he's coming on lately, and we've known he's efficient when he gets the touches. Um mm-hmm. So if, if they're trying to feed Najee and, and the Patriots are shutting that down, I think Warren might get more touches in the second half to provide that um, spark. Um, but again, you never know. It's like Najee could steal the uh, touchdown in the end zone, and that's been happening a lot. Uh, where Warren's like on the drive and he gets them to the ten yard line, and then all of a sudden they bring Najee in to score. Right. Like, yeah, it's it's so weird. Like, Warren had that blow-up game a few weeks ago against Cleveland where he had nine attempts for 129 yards, got in the end zone, looked really good. But you thought maybe because they had a report he's taking, like, going to be the starting running back. But legit, it's been – they've been splitting the work between him and Najee. So, for fantasy, it's been super just – it's a whole lot of block because they kind of cap each other, right? Where yep. Najee gets his work, Jalen gets his. And it kind of just hurts both of them, unfortunately. I wish – we saw Warren outside of Pittsburgh. I think that would be very interesting. Like him getting an actual robbery room to himself. It'd be just a lot of fun because he's a talented player. And like, I like what I see from him, but yeah, it's unfortunately like Zeke's my highest ranked running back in this game. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh gosh, what are we doing here, folks? So this is, mm-hmm. yeah. I was talking about that with Aaron today. I was like, I got Zeke top 15 and these two guys are like top 30. I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you can tell, I feel great about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm not, I don't know if I can trust anyone. Um, Trubisky, I think, does like targeting tight ends. So, Friermuth might is he? I, he's fully recovered, so he should be pretty good in this game. Um, yeah, he he had five targets last week. Um, it seems like he's healthy. So yeah, like the what's weird is he's not running a ton of snaps. Like you look at his snaps, it's fifty three percent, fifty nine, fifty nine. So it's like. I wonder why he's not seeing the field more because realistically, like you want to get a player as good as him on the field. So I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. 
But, you know, ideally he's one of the best players they have. So they focus on him and hopefully they get us targets. It's it's him and Pickens, I think, are two interesting guys. But yeah. just in that offense, it just seems kind of like they're just kind of stuck. Where they're yeah. behind in target order and they just like, – they all have games where they pop off, like, like Pickens did earlier this year. Where he houses an 80-yard, like, you know, slant. But, like, outside of that, it's just super inconsistent with those guys. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I just looked it up. Patriots are allowed the least points to tight ends um, yeah, so been, far this season. So they've been pretty they've been good really, against the tight end. Yeah, it's weird. Like, looking at their defense, like, the defense has done their job, and they're just not winning games. Their offense has been that bad this year. So it makes sense why we have a 30-point over-under. Like, you've never <laughs> seen 30. Like, we're, <laughs> I was wondering if they are going to keep lowering it. Like, they're going to keep dropping it into the 20s at this point because it's just – it's hard for both of these teams to score. And we thought maybe Pittsburgh turned the corner two weeks ago, but then last week they did. They showed us more of what we've seen over the years. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Pittsburgh could still make the playoffs. I just – I don't know how you have confidence in this team right now with what is going on that offensive side of the ball with Trubisky and all of that. Just shenanigans in Pittsburgh right now. It's just – it's going to be interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, so, they'll definitely looked at IDP players here on this over – um, but I think from a game script point of view, I think the Steelers D line, a matchup against the Patriots O line is so much in Steelers' favor that mm-hmm. it's going to be a one-sided game when when the Patriots take offense. So I think it, clearly it's going to be in, in Pittsburgh's favor. But again, you're starting two backup quarterbacks. It's anyone's game. Right. <laughs> so I'd be like. I honestly, I actually do hope this game ends in a 15-15 tie because that would be the perfect way to end this game. Right. Every, everyone just goes home disappointed. <laughs> Nobody's <right>. happy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, if, you, if you're playing IDP League, like, obviously you love TJ Watt. He's been a monster. He'll probably, he's going to impact this game again. So, like, they they have two good ass, pass rushers, him and Highsmith. Like, those guys are really, really quality pass rushers. So, you'll see them in this game. Um it's weird, like the Patriots, they lost Judon, but like they still, they still somehow got good defense. We we know Bill struggles offensively, but man, they're putting together good defense. So like, salute to them for figuring it out because they're they're doing their part. They're doing all they can. You just it's really hard to keep a team from scoring. Like that's really hard. But right. so when your team's not putting up any points, it makes it really hard on that defense. So it's kind of it's kind of similar to the Jets, right? Where they have really good defense, but you're just asking them to do a lot each week and every week. So yeah, unfortunately, it is what it is. Do you think? Do you think the Patriots end up getting the first overall pick? Oh, that's a good question. Who's in contention right now? It's them. It's the Giants. The yeah, the well, the Chicago has their pick, so it'd be like Chicago and Arizona. But I think Arizona's out of it because um, they have two wins. Carolina has one win, right? So it's just I don't. It's going to be really hard to catch Carolina. Like, they're, they're really bad. Yeah, does Carolina win a game? I don't know if they win a game. That's the thing. Like, I think they're going to be top two. I'm just not 100% sure. But, like, the Patriots schedule they have – after this game, they have Kansas City, Denver, Buffalo, and the Jets. And maybe the Jets are out of it at that point. And that's, like – seems like the only other game, like, they really have a shot. But if I'm looking at Carolina's schedule, like, I don't need it all the table. Cool, cool. Okay, here it is. Um, they are playing. They have New Orleans, Atlanta, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, and not a game where I'm like, yeah, they they got a shot there. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I think they might get top two. Like it seems like they're either end yeah. up with May or whoever they want, or you know, maybe Jaden Daniels comes on and they go there. So 
It'll be interesting what happens to them in the offseason because I expect them to make lots and lots of changes in New England. Yeah, I hope Belichick actually drafts a quarterback and doesn't trade that pick to accumulate so much draft capital. Do you expect Belichick to be there next year? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't think he gets fired. So it's if he wants to retire. And I feel like he's got a chip on his shoulder there. Then I don't yeah, think he retires. They should, take, they should take away the GM duties from him. Like it's clearly not working. Like the last four or five years has been a disaster. So I think they should. I don't know. If I they feel will. like it's time for him to either go down to defensive coordinator elsewhere mm-hmm. and just leave. I think he it's too much on him. Um and he was part of a puzzle that was perfect and uh, mm-hmm. with Brady there and, you know, Brady handling the offense and him F handling the defense. It was like symphony. And um, right. right now he just can't get the offense up and running the way he wants because people aren't buying into the Patriots way anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but huh, that'll be an interesting off season whenever if Robert Kraft ever decides to fire Belichick, because I don't think Belichick steps down. He's no, got too I, much football in his blood. If he did, I mean, there would be teams lining up to sign him. So, like, he could pretty much sign with, I think, every team except maybe, like, five or six, realistically. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably, like, and I mean, on the other side of the ball, Pittsburgh, like, they got their own issues. Like, it's been forever since they've, you know, been really contested for Super Bowl. So, same kind of thing. Like, the time might be running out on Tomlin there too, even though both these organizations really don't like to change their coaches. Yeah, it might be time for them to change and just move on because I think they haven't really even been to an AFC Championship game in a long time or like a Super Bowl since that they lost to Rodgers in like 2011. Like that's the last time they've been there, so it's been a long time. Tomlin hasn't had a losing season yet, right? I believe he's no. eight and eight ever always. Yeah, there's so, been a lot of like just sneaking in the playoffs and yeah, yeah. especially the Roethlisberger. It just kind of was just you know. Okay, not great. So, yeah, I don't know. If I I'm the Steelers, I'm getting a quarterback. Like, maybe Cousins or Joshua Dobbs, depending on what Vikings do. Um, they're going to have a middle-of-the-pack first-round pick, so I don't know if they're going to have a quarterback land to them. Um, yeah, they – I mean, they have a ton of skill talent. Like, you see it play out. Like, Warren, super explosive. Deontay Pickens is good. Friar a good young tight end. Like, they have the pieces there. They just need quarterback and – Figure out what they're going to do on the offensive scheme. Yeah, now that Canada's gone. But, like, my whole issue with that is, like, Tomlin saw this for, like, four years. Like, he deserves some blame. Like, you can't keep doing that. Like, you yeah. Know? I, like, the, people with, like, Belichick and Tomlin and, and, and Harbaugh, they're so old school, right? They mm-hmm. they trust their guys in and out, and they like stability. Um, yes. So, um, I know as a Ravens fan – I, I feel like Harbaugh is like Tomlin 2.0, Tomlin mm-hmm. Jr. And, uh, a lot of, a and, lot of similarity. Yeah. yeah. And I know when the Ravens were looking for their next head coach, they were like looking for the Tomlin 2.0. And uh, it's frustrating to see, but it's also like um, the grass is not always greener, right? Sometimes we as fans take it like we could be like Cleveland. They've gone through so many head coaches and quarterbacks or uh, Arizona or name on any crazy team like that and and we're lucky that we have that kind of stability um but it it does get frustrating as a fan when you see the same problems occur over and over and over again right mm. yeah 100 percent. like it's just you just kind of just get 
top down. We've had a lot of the same issues in Seattle up here too with Pete Carroll. Like it's yeah. just been close, but not really close enough, right? Like you're yeah. there, but you're not. So you're kind of just in this muck middle ground where you're like, can they win a Super Bowl? Like, no, not not really. Like if everything falls and we're perfectly in place. Yeah, like we need San Francisco to basically just die as a team. Like we just need all those guys to just disappear. So it's like, you know, it's real difficult. So if you're on the outside looking in kind of that, you know, tweener playoff team, it's like, what do you do, right? Do you keep going through this or do you make massive changes? You know? it's, it's interesting. Um Maybe I might have to pick up an NFC team out of Cali. <laughs> Is it going to be the Rams or the 49ers? <laughs> there you go. It's not, you have some good options. I mean, you can always pick up the Chargers or something. And no, just I can't do AFC, disaster. man. My Ravens are perfect. They're good, too good. <laughs> I can't do that. So my <laughs> NFC team yeah. has been the Eagles because of the proximity I live to Philly. But uh, the Eagles are great. I mean, yeah, it's you can't really – you got good organizations, the Rams, San Francisco, so like they'll be competitive. You know? They're good squad teams. Always a pain inside up here in Seattle, that's for sure. It's like San Francisco's not going to get any bad anytime soon. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the 49ers, or I mean the Rams, but there will be a lot of change going on there more than likely, especially if Stafford leaves. We'll see. But, yeah, you got some options there for sure. So, Do you yeah. think the Steelers make the playoffs? Uh, I want to say no, but, like, realistically, there's that last, that seven spot, and I think they can sneak into there just because the Bengals are, I mean, who knows, maybe Browning's back, but, like, they're kind of struggling. So it's like you have Houston, who's basically locked. I have confidence in them, but like outside of that, it's just these teams we're talking about Cleveland and those guys, right? And yeah. maybe like it's like they're this is basically I'm treating this as like an automatic win for them. Like they should win this game. Pittsburgh should win this game. I I get it, <laughs> but it's just hard with them. They just make everything so hard, and so it's really them testing themselves. And then they have Indy, Cincinnati, Seattle, Baltimore. Like I don't think they're going to. Maybe their favorite against Indy, they probably, even though they're on the road. Since he's going to be a coin flip, even though it's at home, they're going to Seattle. They're probably on the, they won't be favored there. And then Baltimore, they're not going to be favored there. So, like, it's going to be hard to win they all these games. Baltimore so hard. And yeah, I guess, but. But can you believe the Bills couldn't make, like, the Steelers in the playoffs and the Bills looking outside in? That would be a crazy playoff. That's the thing. Like, Buffalo's schedule is just brutal. So, it gives the other teams a chance, like so they have a shot, but they got to earn it. I just, from what I've seen for Pittsburgh, it's hard to have a lot of confidence in them. I honestly want to see the Texans and the Broncos in the playoffs. I think, and and the Colts. I think those three teams are interesting in the playoffs. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Like they're very entertaining. Yeah, the like Pittsburgh is just not not entertaining offensively. New England, same thing. You're like, oh, man, this is rough to watch. Like, it's just <laughs> the offensive scheme and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, I mean, they like, Pittsburgh has a shot. They definitely will be in contention. I I wouldn't be shocked. It's like week 18, you know, and they got a win to get in would be my assumption. Like, that's kind of what I expect it to be. Because I think they're still technically in the playoffs, right? Yeah, they are. They're, I think they're the fifth seed. Yeah. Which so, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, realistically, they just have to, you know, split their games and probably can. But I don't know. It's just it's hard. Even with their schedules, like it's way better than Buffalo's, but they got a shot. Because you're just sitting, you know, seven and five tied with the Browns. The Broncos are one game back. The Bills are a game back. Because there's basically those top three, right? Like you have Chiefs, Ravens, Dolphins, all like locked in, and then it's a bunch of teams battling it out, right? You have the entire rest of the AFC North. You have the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Bills. So like. It's going to be a battle. Just, yeah, it's going to be an interesting AFC. Um, 
fight that that's going to be crazy. I mean, even on the NFC side, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah um, it'll be fun. The AFC is just stronger conference too. So like, if they were in the NFC, I think they'd get in. But you know, the AFC, you see the talent. Even though we're missing fifteen quarterbacks, it feels like at this point in the season, like there's <laughs> just so many injuries of quarterbacks. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like we're talking about, we have backup quarterbacks in this game. We're talking about Minshew and all these guys. It's like, it's been rough for quarterbacks. Yeah, it's killing these guys. Year of the back. Um, you wanna you wanna go over these prop bets again real quick? Yep. So we can like list them off. All right. So we got we're taking Mitchell Trubisky over 0.5 interceptions. I very much like this one. I think he's going to probably throw it in the first quarter because it's Trubisky. So he <laughs> can throw it in early. Um, this is the free sleeper prop bet of over 0.5 rushing yards for Najee Harris. That's a lock. Go ahead and take advantage of that one for sleeper. Juju Smith Schuster over 18 and a half receiving yards. We're taking Deontay Johnson over 42 and a half receiving yards and Ezekiel Elliott under 59 and a half rushing yards. It's a nice little solid five bits. We we hit four seven last week. So dang close to going seven for seven. Missed it by less than four yards on the final three. I was like, as soon as they scored that last field goal, I go, damn it, this is gonna be impossible to get all seven. But we did pretty good. It was okay. Like I was like, oh, I got a shot, I got a shot, and then it just didn't happen. But you know, that's how it be, is, man. That's how it be. But hey. Every time we're positive and the you know more wins and losses, I'll take it. That's definitely that's what it's all to so, yeah. Got to be above sixty-seven percent. You're good. Yeah, we gotta get there. We I think we got some work to get there. I think we're probably at like fifty-eight. I'm gonna like calculate them all on the spreadsheet and go back, but tonight after get up for it. But I think we're hovering around fifty-eight percent. Oh look, we got a last-minute question. Hold right, up. What are you guys do with Zeke, Warren, Deontay? Johnson, or do you mean like what are we doing? As in, like, are we starting them? Oh, so are we, who am I starting out of those guys? So I definitely have Zeke. Well, you asked this, he asked this on Aaron in my shows. And is this standard PPR or like non PPR? Like, because it's going to drastically change. But in I have a PPR league, I'm torn between Deontay and um, Warren this week, where I don't really know which way to go. And I think realistically, like Deontay has a better chance of scoring more points. Like basically he's going to get the receptions, he's going to get the work and it's PPR. So like he'll get the advantage there, but I don't mind going Warren. Yeah. PPR. Like personally, I have Zeke the highest of these guys. So which is crazy as that sounds like Zeke's the guy I'm, I know Zeke's, Even on Zeke's the, the one I'm playing, but who's, who's the highest for you? For, for? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, who's New York Jets playing? That's a good question. It had earlier. I don't remember. I haven't done my game day edge. I got to do Houston. that. Oh, they're playing Houston. Houston. Um, so it's a little rough against a lot of receivers, but running backs, you know, I guess we're Yeah, like I was, I had Brees already like RB21 before the injury news came out. So then it was like, oh, Brees is questionable. And I was like, oh, gosh. All right, cool. We're just going to, we're just going to drop him down. When I did the projections, I was like, man, Zeke's ahead of Brees. What the hell? Is he? okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Zeke's got the highest floor, and mm-hmm. I think Deontay or Brees Hall has the highest upside. So it depends mm-hmm. on what you want. If you got a pretty good team and you just need the floor play, you go with Zeke. But if you need like that one person to maybe potentially go off, uh, Deontay might be the pick there. Um, yeah. So I'm with you on that. Like, yeah, I, I think Warren's the one I'm not choosing at this group, realistically. Yeah. Like, I just, 
it's really hard. So the thing about Warren and Brees is they both need to just be efficient, which Warren's been the entire year. He's been one of the best running backs in the NFL. He just doesn't get touches. Brees, on the other hand, his offense is like dragging him down. And it's mm-hmm. super frustrating because he has to create all of his yards. So you see it happen. It's just like, man, it's just so frustrating. So Brees is somebody I'm just really just not playing this week. I really don't want to play in this matchup, I, especially with the injury. It's like I would pivot away from him if you could. But, yeah, if you really need that ceiling shot, you need 30 points or whatever, and you need to chase it, like, yeah, you can throw him in there. Just be careful because the floor is very low with him. So know what you're going after, I would say. Um, yes, I'm starting Zeke over Noah Brown and Higgins personally. I The thing about Noah Brown is we have a track record of his career. It's not very good. He's getting a boost from Stroud where it's, like, the best situation to be in. But – I have a hard time with guys like that. Like, you're trusting the volume to be there. I don't know if it's going to be there. Like, we've seen him be up or down. He's been really good. Like, he's had some really boom weeks. But personally, like, I just trust Zeke more. This matchup's actually not bad for him. Like, the Steelers are struggling against running backs. So, that's why I'm a little more confident with Zeke this week, where he's going to get the passing down usage, which I think really boosts him. So, like, I'm personally doing that. And honestly, I talked about this show today. I want no part of Higgins right now. Like, he's not getting targets. He's just not being involved in that offense. He got three targets last week. Basically, it's the Jamar Chase offense and, and Joe Mixon. Higgins seems like a piece that they're just not focused on. And it's been – he's been like one of the biggest busts at ADP this year. So, like, I really just don't want to play Higgins. So, of course, he'll probably have like 10 for buck fifty this week. But <laughs> I just don't trust Higgins myself. Where are you at on these guys, Drew? Yeah, I mean, it's the same boat, right? Zeke has the highest floor here by, by volume and even potentially the highest upside. Like, I know we picked – I personally picked under on his rushing yard, but you got to add in his um, receiving work um, in in this case, and he's gonna get targets um, through the backfield. So just on that, his floor is in the double digits already. And um, you this late in the game, you don't want to take chances, especially if you're vying for uh, playoff spots. So Zeke, yeah. Man. Would you between Brown and Higgins? Are you playing Brown over Higgins this week? Yes, Brown provides a better upside. Yeah, and to answer your second and uh, question, Quincy, I it's a lot closer with Odell, or sorry, Zay, not Odell. So let me look at ranks real quick. But I'm gonna say yes. I have Zay higher. Where is he? Yeah, that's not right. Where is he at? Yeah, so I have uh, Zay at 67, and where's he? He's like, where can I find him? Yeah, I have so of my flex guys, like I have Zeke 35. Like he's pretty high for me as far as rankings go. He's right with Josh Jacobs. Then it drops down for me personally. So like I'll go down and play those guys below. But yeah, Zeke's the one I'm playing over those two. Um if you want a ceiling shot, you can take Zay. Like Zay's really good and a good offense. I don't mind it, but personally I got Zeke. What about you? Again, it's floor versus upside. Zeke play is a lot more sound judgment mm-hmm. so you definitely want a zeke up there because he provides you that floor he's got that double digit floor and he could break you know one or two touchdowns um and still provide the upside that zay does so uh percentage wise zeke's going to perform his performance should be better than either Od- odell and zay and and the ravens don't really pass the ball as much and Mm-hmm. it's a coin flip on who gets the targets and you never know Nelson Algarol might bust out for five touches, five targets, three, tu- three substance and a hundred yards and two touchdowns. You're like the Ravens offense is very unpredictable in the passing game. Um, so yeah.
it was nice to see Zay get eight last week because mm-hmm. basically percent target share. So like that's that's good to go off of. And I think if between him and Odell, like it's not even close. Like there's so much more confidence with Zay and what we've seen. But like mm-hmm. Odell, he could always bust a big play. But yeah, I'm with you. It's just they don't pass enough. Like they stall if they pass it 32 times a game, which they did last week. Like I'll feel a lot better about that offense with Zay. But like you you know with Lamar and his rushing and all that, it kind of just it is what it is. You just he limits his guys. Same thing with. With Hertz or like Allen, they just kind of just cut into it. The interesting thing is like they just pass a lot more than Baltimore does, right? So yeah. like rushing in the passing, but yeah, like I like it. I think he's good. If you want to go both these guys, I would. I, I'm treating Zay as like a flex wide receiver with wide receiver two upside. Is kind of how I have him ranked, where he's in the yeah just outside my top twenty five. I think he's like wide receiver twenty six for me or something. But he's in that range where he'll probably be a decent play for you this week. And if he hits, like he has a good ceiling case. But yeah, yeah. I like Zeke's better. I mean, he's he's locked in at RB two, and he could give you an RB one, which is yep. a lot safer than Zay, who could yeah. cost you Zay's the really week. up or down. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at his like his point totals, like they're all over the place. The last his last six performances, he didn't hit double digits until last week when he had you know 20 fantasy points, but he had five. I mean, he still didn't have a ton of yards. Like it was just no. Like, it was five. based on the two touchdowns he got. Yeah, so it was just like it was just a strange game. It's just it's just weird, man. So you just have to be careful with guys like that because we're looking at the totals. He's got three for 43, five for 73, one for 11, and five for 19, and four for 75. So he's kind of all over the place, right? He's not getting kind of targets. It's just I like him. But, yeah, yeah, no problem, Quincy. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. So, yeah. Um, why don't you give us your prediction for the game? Well, I'm sticking to my 15-15 tie. <laughs> no, and honestly, in <laughs> no, no, all honesty, I think it's Steelers 17 14 uh, type game. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go Steelers get six points just because like I think they cannot score like at all. Or sorry, not Steelers. Sorry, Jesus, I'm all Patriots. Patriots, there we go. I think my butcher is dropping. Um, and I'm gonna have the Steelers winning 17 to 6. So it's gonna be they're getting a couple touchdowns, getting the field goal, and finding a way to win. It's just, man, I just, yeah, this, this, this Patriots yeah. offense is gross, folks. It's just really bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but, you know, we're hoping for some vintage old school guys like him, Parker, all these dudes to come back out of the ghost of themselves and show us up for one time here. So we'll see. It's, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun game. And by fun, I mean defensively. It's going to be a fun game. That's where that's where <laughs> the like defense. going to be. Tune in if you like defense. Tune yes, in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. uh, you want to hit anything else this week? No, I um I haven't even looked at all the games that I need to get on that today. Um, but we'll post the game day ads today. We'll I know Jesse does a great posting the player props later today, and we'll keep track of them on X and everywhere else. So, but yep, yeah, looking forward to week fourteen. Let's see how things shake up and football yeah good luck with those playoff pushes folks because this is the final week for a lot of people before they make playoffs so make sure you get your lineup set go with your guys and yeah you know know what you're chasing if you need points you know take the ceiling shot give me the floor do that but yeah uh for prue and i thank you for coming into our week 14 edition the final one before playoffs before we get to the nitty gritty um and yeah we look forward to seeing y'all next week i'm not sure who the game is but i'm assuming the offense will be a little bit better next week so <laughs> hopefully we'll get a better game to watch so so take care folks Have a good one.